Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneraefinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Humans and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host of the week, Chuck Fitzgerald, alongside two of our rotating Mickey Dude co-hosts from the sunshine state of Florida and formerly of New York with the best bagels in the world. And if you don't believe him, just ask him, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. And currently in the state of denial the state of depression after leaving the state of Florida uh, denial and depression in this case are synonyms for Illinois uh, Tim Fresca did you say Tim Sweska or Tim Fresca I'm pretty sure I said Sweska but it could have been you either said one that's correct where can I get a Fresca at this hour I was going to say I can go for a Fresca now you know anyways I Tim know. welcome to the show smells. yeah Judge Smith, what a you know what? We're a minute and six seconds in, and we have our first Caddyshack reference of the evening. Hey, remember, you know, he you're a good boy. Judge Smales wants to buy you a fresca. Hmm? 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 You know, I I I think Dave just said he never saw Caddyshack, which I think is the second week in a row I'm disappointed in Dave. As he said last week he had never seen um, Spaceballs. No, I never said that. I said I haven't seen Spaceballs since I was a child. Was it a history of the world? Yes, I never saw history of the world. <sighs> no history of the world, and you've never seen Caddyshack? You gotta understand something. We, we rented a video back during a snowstorm and then my father forgot to return it. So for like years, we were not allowed to rent videos in my house because my father did not want to pay the fine at Blockbuster. So growing up, I a lot of the earlier 80s movies that I was too young for when they came out, I couldn't even see them on video because I wasn't allowed to rent videos. So I missed a whole section of my life because of this. I'm, I'm slowly getting back, back up. I only saw The Princess Bride about maybe six months ago, you know, and uh, The Goonies, for instance. I just I just saw it. I, I just saw that one uh, last Saturday. So, you know, slowly. The but worst part is you have a you have a similar background to one of my other friends growing up. Uh, but her excuse use is she grew up in Taiwan. <laughs> Her excuse, I'll buy. You, sir, we need to find out. Were you born hating America or did you just gradually grow to it? Oh, hey, my God. This was, this was not by choice. 
I, I, no, I, 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 I understand. I understand. protested this growing up all the time. Now I'm making up for lost time. To, uh, <laughs> to borrow, to borrow a phrase from, uh, <clears throat> From the immortal Kevin Smith, uh, my loyalty is torn between my I'm torn between my loyalty for the boss and the and my desire to be with the lights on. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I well, have nothing to say. I, I I think I think we need to help Dave out here because uh, History of the World Part One is. You need to watch it because, for those yeah. of you, I, I know this is supposed is that to be a Mel this, Brooks movie. Yeah. Oh God. <clears throat> yes, it is a Mel Brooks movie. Okay. It's a Mel Brooks okay. movie that contains the comedic stylings of Dom DeLuise, Madeline Kahn, Gregory Hines. Hey. Oh, just. Fantastic. Henny Youngman's in it for crying out loud. The king of the one-liners. Uh, so, yeah, you need to see this movie. Sid Caesar, Mr. Show of Shows is in it. I mean, yeah. And, of course, the the immortal line of, it's good to be the king. It is good to be the king. Absolutely. Okay. And that... As a matter of fact, that movie does get quoted uh, daily in our house. My wife and I often de money. De Monet. So, <laughs> sorry. Please. Chuck, please continue. My apologies. Well, you know what? This show isn't about me. I'm. Uh, we were well, talking. Before we, wait, before we do uh, turn it over to uh, what, what it is uh, about, I do have something to say to you, Chuck. I'm, I'm not the father. Yeah, but if I had two more cents, I would be. Okay. Oh. Damn. <laughs> so what? Okay, really did get in trouble in third grade for selling. <laughs> what, what do you have to tell me there, David? Actually, I was going to say H two Glow is coming back. I they listened to the show. We were joking about Disney listening to the show and stealing our ideas. Yet here we are. They may listen to the show because maybe my trip report might have something to do with uh, my my rants. Oh, boy. Uh, Wait a second. Hang on, Tim. You said trip report? Yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, our very own great ape. Not that is great ape, not grape ape. Um, No Hanna-Barbera copyright infringement here today. Tim I would Shuska. like to see him though with like, that little cap on, and that now I want to see Tim wearing that grape ape outfit. That would be amazing. Well, it's too bad that uh, you all missed my uh, my adolescence and my teen years because in my teen years I worked for a video store known as Hollywood Video, <laughs> and they had uh, purple polos. They ordered me their version of a double XL. And when my now wife actually saw me in this polo, uh, she started cracking up because this polo fit me about as well as uh, a small women's runner tank would from Run Disney. Uh, and she. But at least you'd have support. Well, she, she proceeded to laugh and crack up and just spits out in between fits of laughter. Great babe, great babe. So there's that. Well, Mr. Great babe himself just came back from a fantastic, maybe, maybe not, trip down <laughs> to the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. Now, Tim and I have done absolutely no show prep. Dave, I do believe you did get to see Tim for a short while while he was down there. I, I will preface that the fact that I did end up getting a um, small bit of a preview of what's to come. And ladies and gentlemen, hang on to your hats and glasses because this here is going to be the wildest ride in the wilderness. 
And with that being said, Tim, the floor is yours. Uh, <laughs> well, this was the supposed to be the trip of a lifetime. Uh, this was kind of a a little bit of a verse rolls. Um, it was the 40th anniversary of my folks taking me on my very first trip to Walt Disney World. Uh, for those of you who are mathematically impaired, yes, that is 1982. Yes, I am that old. Um, and it is the it is it was the 30th anniversary of my folks returning to Walt Disney World for the first time. Uh, they had not really seen what I like to call the Eisner effect in its full glory of uh, on their last trip, so they were not privy to being able to see uh, the Animal Kingdom. They were not privy to being able to see all the world-class restaurants. Uh, they didn't get to experience a lot of these things. And also, because we were a one-park, one-day family, and then off to the beach we went, the only park we'd ever experienced was the Magic Kingdom. Other than my first trip down, we went to Epcot and the Magic Kingdom the first time around. Uh, I was lucky enough to actually walk through the doors of Epcot uh, a mere 11 days after it had opened. So I was definitely a, a lucky one in that case. Um, <clears throat> uh, but my folks had never seen Disney Hollywood Studios. They'd never seen the Animal Kingdom. And they had never seen any other resort hotels other than the Contemporary and the Polynesian. So... This was uh, kind of a unique experience. Uh, we stayed at Disney's Old Key West um, through, uh, as a matter of fact, through our uh, through our sponsor, uh, DVC Rental. Did a fantastic job, wonderful service, easy, flawless check-in. And speaking of check-in, I I have kind of given Disney the cold shoulder as far as plussing and theming and things like that. Uh, I want to give a shout out, uh, and I will make sure to do it on cast member compliments on Twitter as well. But um, there was a gentleman uh, in the Key West lobby. Uh, he was a Disney cast member, and his name was Rodney. Uh, he happened to notice my father's uh, Vietnam veteran cap. He uh, politely asked for the attention of everyone in the lobby and proceeded to present my father with a giant poster signed by the entire Key West staff uh, of a salute to service. Uh, thank you poster from the Disney staff there at Key, Old Key West and the Disney Vacation wow. Club. That's fantastic. Um, it was amazing. Uh, we had not even gotten into the room. My father was uh, kind of emotional because he I had not seen him that emotional since... Uh, he retired uh, from police work, so he was very taken aback. Uh, so that was his first experience in 30 years with Disney uh, right off the bat and the first experience he ever had with uh, a stay at a Disney property was this gentleman calling that attention, thanking him. And uh, they were even good enough because it was a very large poster that uh, they even mailed it home for him. So we would, we didn't have to worry about trying to ship it back or fit it into luggage or anything like that. They provided him with a nice, uh, nice sleeve and mailed it back for him. No problem. Uh, free of charge. They were absolutely wonderful in that case. Um, any, uh, any, I, I don't want to just talk any questions so far, gentlemen. I I have no questions. Um, no. I'm however, speechless. that cast member deserves any and all recognition for for really illustrating the Disney difference. He really did. Uh, I, I was very very taken aback. I had not said anything. I had been trying to, to no avail to try to get uh, my father to be a part of the flag retreat ceremony because they often encourage veterans to be a part of that. And I just couldn't really get anywhere with uh, guest relations on that. Uh, which, I, I mean, oh, oh, well. 
I think you have to go to the Magic Kingdom and be there like first thing in the morning and request it okay. as you walk in. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the way they do that one, unfortunately. I mean, it's and and to no avail. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't that big. It, it, I wasn't upset over it or anything. I mean, I, I figured it was just a shot in the dark, and I was I was at least going to try. Um, <clears throat> but right off the bat, I mean, they were extremely gracious, extremely just extremely welcoming to my folks. Uh, so right off the bat, I mean, as, as much as much kind of heat as I've given Disney. The one thing is, uh, a lot of my heat I know has gone to the Disney executives, but the one thing I don't want to get lost in the shuffle here is, uh, there's a lot of people on the ground in the trenches every day that are still making that Disney difference, and you are noticed. You are unbelievable. Uh, the one thing I just want to say before I even move on with anything else on the trip report, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, is... We experienced nothing less than absolutely stellar service in every restaurant we visited. Uh, I mean, it was, I, they, they made me want to spend my money like it was on fire when it came to tips. Uh, they were amazing. They bent over backwards. Uh, they were accommodating in every way, shape, or form and provided every bit of the experience my folks were hoping for. Uh, they, they came back from this trip. Uh, my father actually said that uh, steak and fish are now ruined for him because of Jiko uh, and because of Shula's. Uh, he, I realize Shula's isn't Disney property, but I mean, it's uh, to me, I think they include the Disney difference as well. But uh, they, uh, he's, he swears up and down that he's not going to be able to eat uh, a nice meal again and not think of his experiences at the top tier restaurants in Disney. And they will suffer by comparison. So um, bravo to every single cast member out there. You folks are rock stars. I mean, it's, it's an unwinnable situation right now with two years of backlog vacations, uh, my Disney experience in Genie Plus is still an absolute wreck. Uh, and these people are dealing with it every day on the ground. And they're they're dealing with the 50th anniversary on top of it. And they're they're handling it like champs. I mean, I, I literally just never ran across someone who was mad or disgruntled or but also I wanna also say when you're nice to them they really want to be nice back to you. I mean, it all, it's, it's all in your attitude. It really is. Uh, and when you give them a good attitude, they give you an outstanding attitude 10 times back. So just wanted to give a shout out on that. And you know what? I think that's something that's, uh, good to point out because a lot of the, the vitriol right now and the, the anger and the resentment, coming from the Disney community is directed at the executive branch of the company and much in that crossfire, very much in that crossfire are the frontline cast members who are doing anything and everything that they are allowed to, that they can do to make vacations memorable and make trips memorable and, and provide that level of service. So that that's sometimes something that's very valuable to hear. I, I completely agree, Chuck. It's, um, to me, it, it, it's like yelling at a Wawa clerk over the price of fuel. They don't have any control over that. It, you're yelling at the complete wrong person. You're yelling at someone who has nothing more to do with that than the price of your ground beef at home. I mean, <laughs> so it just, it's, it's pointless and they're just, they're there in the same situation you are, and they're trying to provide the best possible experience for you, all while dealing with the, the Yes, the one thing I will say is the, the, I would like to talk about the negative Disney difference. 
And that has nothing to do with the cast members, but that has to do with the guests. The level of entitlement right now is off the charts. <clears throat> I, I saw people trying to stop buses and yell at bus drivers for issues that the bus drivers had no control over. Uh, they were stopping them and just ripping into them about another... We were at Old Key West, and we were about to pull away from the Magic Kingdom. Two gals flagged down our bus, and they started yelling at him because the Saratoga Springs bus had not been there in 25 minutes. And they stopped him and tried to hold up an entire bus full of very exhausted people because, by the way, it was 11.30 at night. A lot of us were wanting to just get right back to the resort. But they tried to hold up an entire bus full of people just to try to get him to call somebody. And it, no consideration for anyone else but themselves yelling at someone who had nothing to do with it. And that was just one of many instances I saw down there. And I always heard a lot of it either prefaced with or followed with, we paid a lot of money for this. Well, guess what? You're in an exclusive club called Everyone. I have You're told people. Sorry, go ahead. I have, point, I have pointed to people that have said that and then turned as I was passing when they said that. And I'm like, can you see this person, this person, this person, this person, and that person? They did too. So shut up. I have told off guests so many times in the parks, in the resorts, just passing by because I cannot take I cannot take it when they yell at cast members. It just irks me. I I agree, Dave. There are people in th that are taking things out. I've taking things out on cast members that they have nothing to do with. They they of issues in which they have no control, and I. <sighs> I will never forget it was it, it stood out because we had there was a a rude cast member in the Magic Kingdom and this was long a long time this has almost been a decade ago but she still stands out in my mind because it's the only rude cast member I've ever encountered I've encountered apathetic cast members and I mean and you can and it was and I don't believe it had anything to do with me it was just that onslaught of people. And I was just unfortunately at the end of the day where they were probably at the end of their rope. And it was, and even then they still tried to put their best face forward. Uh, I mean, someone who has been in customer service for a long time, you can tell when someone is just at that point where it's a, I'm sorry, I've used up all of my dams today. Uh, you sometimes just reach that point. Uh, and I get it. It's, but people, people need to be a little bit more kind. They have to remember there's, again, there's, there's a two year backlog of vacations. It's the 50th anniversary. It's spring break. People sometimes take early vacations. People are maybe trying to get things in in case anything else kicks off, you know, like another pandemic or world war three. We're going to roll the dice and find out. Stick around for 2022 part two. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's just, you, you don't know. So there's a lot of people just trying to cram a lot in to make up for lost time or just get in things while they can. And these people are overwhelmed. They're still suffering a staffing shortage as well. People have to understand that. People have to remember that. And these people are doing the best they can. Uh, this, uh, I mean, perfect example, we were in Casey's corner one night. It was a very late night at the Magic Kingdom. And... My wife wanted her quintessential corn dog nuggets with her plastic cheese at Casey's Corner. And we hadn't eaten anything in a while. So I was like, well, I mean, I'll just grab a dog too and just have a snack. The, the um, online mobile food ordering was not working. It wasn't working for a lot of people. And they were down to so few uh, cast members, they could only have one register open. And people were throwing a fit which, I mean, I get, I definitely get, but they were yelling 
at these poor cast members inside the restaurant who were hustling as fast as they could to just churn this food out. And it, it, I mean, that line moved like water. They churned it out quick. They moved and the, because I, the gal asked me when I first walked in this, this, this poor little gal who you could tell had been yelled at all night. She said, I'm so sorry. She said, but is there any way, like, do you have access to your Disney app? Maybe mobile ordering might help you speed something up. And I said, no, I'm, I'm so sorry. I tried, but the app keeps crashing on me. That's why I have to get in line. And she, she starts apologizing for it. And I said, you, <laughs> this is not your fault. He said, well, you're the first million. And she, the poor, the poor kid just slipped and said, well, you're the, you're the first person in a while that's realized that. I mean, these, you, your heart goes out to them. These people are working while you're on vacation. I mean, you're on vacation, you're having a good time, but you have to remember, they're at their job. You know, give, give them a little bit of a break. You know, they're, they're trying to tread water as best they can to help you out. So my apologies. I didn't mean to turn this into a diatribe on just kindness, but, you know, sometimes I think we need to be reminded. So, and also I think we need to be reminded how hard these people try to make you know, to make it the best possible experience for us. So, yeah, and just my take, just my two cents on that. May I add something? Please do. Like you, like you said before, when you do find a great cast member, it is important to go and do the uh, cast compliments. Uh, I have been told from a lot of people straight through, uh, the tweets are nice. The only thing is sometimes they get so many tweets, some of them get lost in the shuffle. Actually go to guest relations and actually fill out a form and write, write what they did and why, and why it made so much magic for you because that goes directly into their personnel file. So if they actually do later on try to go for, if they try to go for a, uh, a new position, uh, try, try to uh, move upward in the company and everything, all of those things are part of their files when they get re when they get reviewed for that. So it's definitely important for in, important for them if they uh, do have some longevity in the company. So please, please, please do take the time to do those cast compliments. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, well, on to, uh, on to some of the adventures. Um, they, they say that roles are reversed, uh, as you get older, where the kids become the parents and the parents become the kids. Um, both of my parents being very technologically impaired, and um, one's one's outright refusal to even learn new technology, <clears throat> Dad. Uh, this this was, uh, to say the least, a very ex a very uh, interesting trip. Um, try, trying to lead two people around uh, a very busy park that they haven't been used to in over a quarter of a century and having all the visual stimulation uh, hit them all at once. It was, uh, it was a pretty overwhelming experience uh, and also uh, definitely a bit frustrating at times. Uh, the, the My Disney Experience app uh, and Genie Plus, uh, we did not have much luck with whatsoever. Uh, there was a lot of uh, crashing. There were there was a lot of uh, just uh, just it was cycling too long. You couldn't get in on something uh, fast enough. Uh, if it was almost impossible, if you were not booking everything you could the first thing in the morning, you were not going to be getting on anything until mid to late afternoon. Uh, the entire trip. It was. Uh, from my experience, uh, I, I talked to several people who who, were, who used the two phone system because uh, they uh, they had two people working at it at one time. Um, maybe that's something we should have done. 
Uh, it's to me, I I do not feel that I got one day's worth of my money back on Genie Plus at all. Um, I just don't. Um, well, when it came to uh, some of the new long-awaited rides, uh, I I'm furious that I paid extra to uh, ride Remy's Ratatouille. Uh, it was cute, but all that hype for that. I mean, am I the only one who was extremely let down by that ride and also no, surprised pay off. at the lack? Like the, and, and, the, and, the, and my big thing was the, la the, the lack of length. That's a very short ride. Uh, that surprised me. And it just didn't... I, it, it really didn't impress me in any way, shape, or form. I, I was steaming that we paid for that, but I would have been steaming even more if we had waited in line that whole time just to ride that. Uh, it, the payoff, no matter it, what, is not there. No, no, it's it's not. I mean, even even if I could just walk onto it, I mean, really, it, even even if I could just walk onto it, it's. I feel like my time would be better spent riding, you know, Grand Fiesta or riding Spaceship Earth one more time. Or to tell you the truth, I, I I'd, I'd skip Ratatouille and go back to ride Living with the Lander Sorn. I, I felt more fulfilled getting off those rides than I did getting off of Ratatouille. That, uh, that's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm for all those who saved their trip uh, for when Guardians opens and Tron opens, good for you. Because the payoff for just Ratatouille is not worth it. Absolutely not. Um, if it wasn't for some of the amazing food at the Flower and Garden Festival, Epcot would have been a complete bust. World Showcase, anyway. So, uh, that's that's just my my personal experience on the on the Genie Plus. Dave, you said you were going to go and you were going to give it a shot one uh, one day last week or this week. Uh, how did that work for you? So, um, it was a mixed bag. Uh, I bought it at 7 a.m. I made my first reservations. And the reservations, by the time I did the transaction, I couldn't get a reservation for some of the, for my first ride until sometime in the afternoon, around like 12.30 or so. I did take advantage of the every two hours being able to book another, another ride. And to uh, Genie Plus's uh, credit, it did book all of my reservations back to the back within the two hour window. So I had all of the, I had all of my attractions kind of one after another, after another, not having to wait an hour in between. But it was kind of disheartening of the fact that, yeah, you know, if, you know, I was planning to rope drop to go over there. Half of the stuff was like, you know what, I'm just going to sleep in and just go and just go for 12. At that point, because that's all I can get on right now. I don't want to. I don't want to wait on lines. I bought this today so I wouldn't have to. So kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, uh, Chuck, your uh, your thoughts on uh, Ratatouille? Well, I haven't had a chance to do Ratatouille yet, so I, I don't really have a whole lot to add. Um, given an opportunity, I would do it. But I've heard a lot of concerns, um, for want of a better term, with Genie Plus. And, and it's exactly what you and Dave just described. There's too many people use it, utilizing the system that you are now paying for that used to be free. And the ability to do it literally anywhere kind of hampers the... The, the ability to book things. I mean, Dave, you just said it. You paid for your transaction... And by the time that was done, you couldn't get anything for the rest of the afternoon. So really, what good is it at that point? 
It's definitely something that you want to get in the morning. If you're going in the afternoon, do not get it on a whim because my my feeling was this. Uh, I, I found it to be a good value for Animal Kingdom. It was a great value for, for Magic Kingdom. But, you know, I would not buy it for Epcot or, you know, Hollywood Studios, I was downright pissed because I only got two rides by the time I ended up using it because it was, I got Toy Story and I got Mickey's Runaway Railway. I tried to book Tower of Terror, nothing of that by, that was the first one by the, I, I first went for Mickey's Runaway Rail, Railway and then two hours later, at, so at, it, I opened up at seven, got Mickey's one Runaway Railway for about one o'clock, had to wait to 9.30 because the two hours then starts after the park opens. So actually, no, yeah, so the park opened at 8.30, so I couldn't book until 10.30. I tried to book Tower of Terror. By 10.30, Tower of Terror was all gone. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster was all gone. The only thing they had left were shows, Alien Swirling Saucer, and um, I could get Star Tours if I wanted to, but you know, I really didn't feel like a neck ache. And um, aside from that, there was Toy Story. So, but you know, do you really need one for the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular? No. No, that's using it just to use it. Exactly. That they have it there just so that when people complain, they're like, "Well, we offered you alternatives. We have these open. You know, you 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 can get you can you can book a reservation for Beauty and the Beast live on stage. You know, gee, you know, what good is that? Not like they're even putting you in a reserved section. They're making you go in first so that you know you see that coveted nice uh, that that end that seat at the end. And you think, okay, I could stretch my legs only for them to let everybody else in. And then they chase you into the middle anyway and tell everybody, you know, they hurt, they uh, end up uh, hurting you into the middle saying, move down, move down for everybody else. It just, it was not a good, it was not a good buy for, for Hollywood Studios. But let's get back to Tim. Uh, just just to touch on what you said, Dave, honestly, I um, I, I, I absolutely uh, agree. I, uh, we we rope dropped Hollywood Studios, rode Runaway Railway, uh, had lunch at the Brown Derby and didn't uh, didn't get a chance to we we if we wanted to ride something else, we had to stick around until 350. And we just and said hell with it and got on the death buckets and went over to Epcot to finish off uh, the, the snack crawl that we wanted to. So, um, so yeah, I, I completely agree. Completely worthless for it. Uh, although a celebrity sighting uh, at Brown Derby, uh, when we were there having lunch, uh, none other than... Uh, the man of bar rescue fame, John Taffer, and his wife came in. Man, I've been watching and so much bar that, rescue lately. That is quite the celebrity sighting. Um, the, that man is huge. <laughs> yeah, he looks rather imposing. Uh, he, uh, he is all of six four, six five. Yeah. Um, uh, and didn't really and it was one of those I I didn't tell anyone in our booth who who it was until near the end of their meal and they were about to leave because the last thing I wanted was to cause kind of a commotion because as they walked past our booth um, Mr. Taffer looked down at our table kind of at like just kind of the fair and he caught, we both caught each other's eyes. And he could tell by my expression, like it was a, oh, wait, I think I know who you are. And he kind of gave a uh, crap look. And I, I honestly just wanted the guy to just be able to, he was just there to enjoy lunch with his wife. <laughs> so, 
So I, I kept my trap shut because my mother, uh, my mother can be best described as uh, <clears throat> a clone of Sheila Broslowski from uh, South Park. Uh, the oh my god and what what what. Um, so the last person I wanted to tell was her, uh, and also the last person I wanted to tell also would be my father because my father would think he could just walk over and talk to him uh, like he's known him for 40 years. So, and no, I'm sorry. I did not get any pictures because I did not try to sneak a picture of who it was. And, but he was there. Uh, he ended up signing the Hollywood Brown Derby book. They brought it over for him to sign. I did see that. Uh, although I did find it very funny. Um, of all the things at <clears throat> at the Brown Derby to order, they, they both ordered cheeseburgers. Uh, kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Uh, but uh, that story will tie in a little bit later, which is why I find it kind of funny. Uh, <clears throat> but by the way, first time at the Brown Derby since my wife and I actually went during her. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying, I know where that one's going. <laughs> the uh, the first time for my wife and I at the Brown Derby since our honeymoon, so 18 years actually since we've been to the Brown Derby. Uh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic meal. Uh, top notch. Uh, my mother enjoyed the baked Alaska for a dessert. Uh, I had a, my wife and I shared a, a piece of the grapefruit cake which is still as magnificent as I remember. Um, <clears throat> my wife got the uh, uh, shrimp, uh, the shrimp and uh, scallops Newberg, and uh, very impressed with it, loved it. Um, so overall, fantastic experience. Um, and the reason we ate there to lead into this next story is my father kept raving every time my wife and I would return from a Disney trip of, oh my God, I see the pictures you post. I see the food. I see all the food. I hear about how much you rave about the restaurants. I don't really care about the parks. I don't really care about, you know, going to ride rides. I want to go experience all the world-class restaurants that you, that you folks talk about. <clears throat> so... Our very first day in the parks, I book, I, lucky enough, I snag a lunch reservation at Tiffin's. We luck out as, you know, as our reservation, it just cuts loose in the animal kingdom, just deluge. Uh, so we're indoors while the monsoon season is going on. They bring us the menus. The menu looks fantastic. My father looks over the menu of a restaurant that has received world-class reviews, that has world-class praise. And my father asks the waiter if he can make him a hamburger. I mean... Sometimes you just want a burger. I feel like you your wife wants to be on this show. Because the, the look on your wife's face when, when you were telling me the story, you could just see the veins starting to pop out in her forehead as she was biting her lip, and you could just see the anger just boiling over in your wife as you were retelling me this story. <laughs> Uh, at uh, at the gurgling suitcase that night, <laughs> <laughs> and as as I point out to my father, I said when we first arrived at the resort, the place where you got the hot dog, the the, the counter service place. Oh yeah, that was a great hot dog. That was fantastic. That's where you get a cheeseburger. I don't bring you somewhere where among the offerings when it comes to the appetizers are charred octopus. You don't ask him for a cheeseburger. To which my wife responds, let's just get him some chicken fingers and chocolate milk and call it a day. Uh, 
which only stirred the table up more. Um, but again, I would also like to reach out and say that once again, Disney service above and beyond this waiter, uh, was amazing. Uh, the server was just a, an amazing guy said, listen, he said, you know, he said, he goes, I'm sorry. So we don't really have a hamburger or a cheeseburger for you. He said, what about a steak? Okay. A steak sounds good. He's like, okay. He said, I can bring his and just, and tailored a meal specifically for my father, brought him green beans, mashed potatoes and a steak. And upon my father getting his green beans, mashed potatoes, and steak, then looks over at the whole sustainable fried fish my mother had ordered and did nothing but rave about it for the entire meal. <laughs> oh, After trying to order a cheeseburger. Well, at least he got a steak. It's kind of like a cheeseburger, right? Um, he, he then complained that the spices were off. Because, well, I just should have told him, just leave the spices off. Like, uh, I, 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 at least to his credit, he didn't ask for ketchup or A1 or Heinz 57. So I didn't have to drag him off by his ear and say, that's it, Junior. You're not going to Shula's after this. Uh, so that, that was, that was our first experience with that. Um, he, he then asks for a cup of coffee at the end of the menu. And uh, the server being the consummate, fantastic server that one is at a restaurant of the quality of Tiffin's. Cafe Latte, Americano, Cappuccino. And my father announces just a good old all-American cup of coffee. To which I'm, I'm very thankful our server was such an awesome guy because I, I had to poke the bear a little bit and just kind of announce to the server, oh boy, he's going to be really upset when he finds out where coffee beans come, come from. And luckily the, I, luckily the server didn't laugh too hard, but the, uh, that, that kind of drew a little bit more ire from my father, which I really didn't care at this point, uh, especially after we had gone into this restaurant, spent all this money, and he's asking for a meal you can get at Shake Shack. Uh, I quite honestly wanted to just drop him off at a restaurant and just leave him. Um, so... <laughs> The man who asked for all the great food and the man who asked for all the great restaurants, this is our first experience uh, at one of the high-class Disney restaurants, was uh, my father asking for a cheeseburger at Tiffin's. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's that. Well, you know, that's a respectable decision. Sometimes you just want a burger. I don't know that you just want a burger at Tiffin's, but sometimes you just want a burger. I agree. Sometimes you just want a burger. And if I just wanted a burger, then I would have probably made a reservation at the sci-fi dine-in theater. However, he did not announce to me that he wanted just a burger. He announced that he wanted to experience all of the five-star high-class dining the Walt Disney World Resort had to offer. So I gave him that. Had he told me I'd like to eat like Macaulay Culkin in the first act of Home Alone, I would have just left him at a counter service place. <laughs> so. <sighs> just my two cents on that. I mean, I don't want to say it's funny, but it's kind of funny. Uh, I'm I'm laughing my you know what off. I just put it on mute because I just figured that there would be no uh, way too many distractions. And yes, D Dave is exactly right. Uh, the the look that came across to my wife's face, if looks could kill, my father would have been cremated four times over. Uh, I 
never saw such. I, I've seen that look before, but it's been one of those. Oh boy, I'm sleeping on the couch for a couple of days. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of look that that drew. Um, so uh, the week was challenging, to say the least. Uh, we uh, we dealt with uh, we we dealt with a very very stubborn man who told us that he didn't want to use the wheelchair that he'd asked for uh, and then proceeded to sit every chance he got while I pushed around an empty wheelchair like an idiot for the first couple of <laughs> didn't uh, I, I I honestly I, I, I looked like I, I looked like a lost orderly searching for his senior <laughs> citizen uh, at one point I made my mother sit in it so I didn't feel like such a jackass <laughs> Um, I didn't even bother to get it the last two days of the park. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, it was a labor of love. Um, in the end, uh, I wanted to do this trip for them and I wanted to do this trip, uh, to thank them for them establishing, um, my love for Disney. And, uh, I, I will say that they've done nothing but rave about the trip um they raved about all the fantastic meals because we uh we did go to shula's we went to boathouse uh my folks went to the beer garden uh the beer garden was supposed to be a dinner for four uh my my wife and i kind of pulled uh the old switcheroo and uh we deleted ourselves from reservation <laughs> and uh we 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 left a card on file to prepay for the meal and the tip in advance, and we uh, we left. <laughs> uh, in in essence, as my wife said, okay, well we've dropped the kids off. Where do you want to go? Uh, I, the one thing I want to say though is I will. I gained a whole new respect for parents on this trip because if this is what it's like managing children. I have no idea how any of you do it. Uh, I just want to give a huge shout out, mad respect to a lot of the, to all the parents out there. Uh, Once an if, adult, if twice a child. I'm sorry? Once an adult, twice a child. That's what my grandmother always said. Well, your grandmother was very, very correct. And, uh, uh, I believe my saying is I would have sucked major, uh, major butt as a parent um because that's exactly uh that's exactly what i would have been would have been a horrible parent and this uh this this showed me and reinforced the belief that it's probably a very good idea that someone like me did not end up with a child uh i mean other than to make a therapist rich in the coming years uh but in the end uh my folks have not been able to be quiet about the trip. They, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, when I got home, I opened uh, the mail tonight. There was a thank you card in there from them, uh, just raving about what a great time they had on the trip. Uh, my father, in typical boomer fashion, uh, went onto his Facebook page. Yes, my father has a Facebook page, and it's kind of a combination Red Foreman, uh, Grandpa Simpson, uh, and a vibe. Um, all caps, no punctuation, describing his trip to Disney. The most exhausting paragraph I've ever read in my life, but uh, he seemed to enjoy every bit of his time there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, in, in short, uh, we were home about three days, and we started looking into uh, a California trip with uh, another couple who we are friends with to go out um, the first week of October to uh, the Disneyland Resort because as my wife and I keep laughing, I've never in my life thought I would have to book a Disney vacation so I could get away from another Disney vacation. <laughs> so I, I, my apologies if this is a very underwhelming trip report, but... Uh, no, it's, it's, it, you know... It's, you guys just looked tired. 
when I met you that <laughs> night. You were just, you were just emotion. You, the two of you were just emotionally spent. I, I will say the, and also the one thing I would like to add, uh, I, um, I have now been sober for 14 months. Uh, just hit 14 months, uh, March 17th on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and the one thing I will say is if I'm not going to fall off the wagon because of this, I don't think I'm ever going to fall off the wagon. If, if I didn't drink because of this, I don't think there is a thing that will make me drink. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that, that's a I, feat. Uh, that that is a feat. I I was I I, I will say that I I, I did uh, kind of laugh because at one point um, I'm and I, I will say uh, for anyone who is looking into it themselves, I don't mean to make this an afterthought and jump all over the place, but anyone who's looking into maybe doing a spa experience, uh, my wife uh, treated my mother to a spa day at uh, the Grand Floridian. And they both came back absolutely raving about it. Uh, had the best experience of their life, enjoyed themselves. Uh, again, you know, just VIP treatment the entire way. Uh, they were thrilled. They felt refreshed. They felt like they were looking fantastic. And already uh, they were all prettied up and gussied up, as my mother likes to say, for, uh, for their night at Shula's. Um, they both looked fantastic that night. Um, they they really enjoyed themselves. Uh, but um, be, when they when they went off to go to the to go to the spa, my father wanted to go back and take a nap, so I was left unsupervised uh, at Disney Springs, and uh, I, I had to laugh. Uh, I am I. I sit there and I make fun of my father for being an old man. And uh, I myself uh, proved what an old man I am myself. I, as soon as being unsupervised, went straight to the Christmas shop, promptly spent $300 in decorations for the house. As you should have. And, <laughs> and then, went, then went to the world of Coca-Cola and got, uh, got the international flights. <laughs> I, and then went back to uh, Old Key West and took a nap myself. I, I think you're just bragging at this point. Uh, there, there was that some really like cool stuff. It's a perfect vacation. It's uh, I've I will say uh, thanks to a couple of the shooters, uh, Pam Walker in particular, who uh, gave a shout out and said that the hand painted haunted mansion ornaments are back in, were back in. So I was able to snag a nice surprise for my wife and have it sent home. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I have to laugh because uh, we, we now have three trees in the house and two of the three trees are Disney trees. Uh, overwhelmingly, our decorations are Disney. Uh, we added a uh, 50th anniversary death bucket uh, to our repertoire because instead of a Dickens village, we actually have a Disney village. Uh, we have uh, the monorail station, uh, contemporary, Epcot. Um, I think I'm upstairs and safe enough that my wife won't know it. Uh, for her anniversary, she will be getting the Lego Magic Kingdom Castle. So that, that'll be added to uh, the Disney Christmas Village. And we have uh, the buses, tram, and we've added a death bucket this year to it. So that's... Uh, and the Walt Disney World Railroad. So that's what sits around our tree uh, during Christmas time. No Dickens Village, but a Disney Village. So um, I've, I have to say all in all, uh, this trip made me appreciate the time away from the parks more than anything because the resort was fantastic. The downtime, the, the relaxation vibe at Key West was just off the charts. Um, downtown Disney was a great place to go and just relax, grab a bite to eat, do some shopping, grab some things for future gifts. 
it, the parks were a zoo the entire time. I did not really enjoy myself much in the parks this trip, other than when we got to snag some things at Epcot. Uh, and uh, I just, I, I, I have to say, it, uh, it gave me a new appreciation for just the entire world, uh, just the entire world, the entire bubble, other than just the four gates. So. I've definitely gone on long enough there. <laughs> no, I mean, that that's a fantastic trip report, Tim. I guess the to summarize this, would you do it again? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I, I believe, as I told Dave, I, I understand why they call these trips once in a lifetime, because you never want to do them again. I, and no. Oh, God, no. I would never do it again. I'm glad it's done so I don't have to do it again. <laughs> I, I'm so very grateful I don't ever have to do it again. Uh, it, no, just don't make me. I've never in my life been happy about getting back to central Illinois and work in my life. But here we were. <laughs> well, Tim, uh, I know I for one enjoyed your trip report and... We'll be ordering a hamburger in honor of your father next time I go to Tiffin's. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. You're not. You're, you're related to that old mean guy, aren't Wait you? A second. <laughs> I've been down this road before. I'm not saying anything on this one. Oh, no, please do. Uh, you, you feel free. As as you said, Dave, you you, you saw like we look, we I'm looked absolutely. What Chuck just said. <laughs> we uh yeah, it's I'm uh, I'm very glad that uh first of all, thank you so much, Dave, for coming out to see us. It was awesome to see you, man. Well, thank you for making uh, time up with me. Oh, dude, of course. Are you kidding me? I was thrilled to be able to meet up and you know just chat with you, man. Uh. And I'm just I'm I'm so happy because you got to actually see <laughs> firsthand what we did look like. So I mean, it was <laughs> there's there's living proof that we did look like we'd been through a fight. <laughs> I'm excited. I get to see Steven this week. He's in the parks. Oh, I know. I I'm so I I love that he said he he ran across to paging Mr. Morrow. I saw that he posted that. That was really neat. Uh. And I love that Steven got on, uh, he got on Rise. I'm so happy he got on Rise. That, that thrills me. Yeah. So, uh, I, I wish, I wish we wouldn't have made, just missing him by a week. Man, such a great guy. I love being able to see him. Mm -hmm. All right. So Tim, do you have anything that uh, you want to add before we wrap up this evening? Absolutely. Uh, just real quick, if you have the opportunity, and I'm not even going to make light of this, not even going to make a joke about it, but if you have the opportunity, if you have the means, and do anything like this to maybe surprise your folks, give back something that maybe that they did so, did some things that were so nice for you. Even even with everything we went through, I mean, just to to see the look on their faces, to see them enjoy the things they enjoyed. Uh, you know, just, I, I, just the things that, you know, the, the simple things that we, we rush through and take for granted. My, my, my father just absolutely loved Muppet, uh, Muppet Vision 3D. He absolutely loved it. He thought that was the best show. He enjoyed himself so much. Uh, I was so happy that he got to enjoy something like that. They both loved, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. They both loved living with the land. They both very much enjoyed uh, Grand Fiesta. Uh, my mother uh, was <laughs> very, very frightened at Soren, but also oddly fascinated. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it was worth it to see them both filled with such joy and how much fun they had and just how much how much they appreciated and how much they have talked about it since they've gotten home. It's, you know, it, 
it, it really it really is worth it because I mean at least for me anyway you know two people who were so invested on trying to put a smile on my face for so long it was so awesome to be able to return the favor so I mean would I would I do it again a joke not joking around of course not but I mean would I do it again I would honestly do it again in a heartbeat uh, these two mean the world to me and uh, be able to do something like this was just unreal I, I, I'm I'm so happy we got to do it. So. No regrets. It's fantastic, Dave. Awesome. Any uh, any closing closing thoughts? Yeah, for all of the frustration you went through, you know, years to come, you're gonna look back and say, "Yeah, you know what? He gave me a run for my money," but. Yes, there's going to be smiles that come from this trip, even despite all of the uh, challenges. And there, there's going to be a time when the smiles come because of the challenges, too. I completely agree, Dave. And, and I mean, I guess to to summarize this for me, um, Tim, your, your father has inspired me to order burgers at literally every restaurant regardless of if it's on the menu or not in Walt Disney World. Good luck with that. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. I'll let, I'll let him know that he's now, he's, he's now the most primitive social media influencer on the planet. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up for this week. So before we do, Tim, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim. And you can find me yelling about most anything on uh, on uh, Facebook at Timotheus T. Firefly. And David, what about you, sir? I am on Instagram at Figments Reality. I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You could find us all on Twitter and Facebook at The Mickey Dudes, and you could find us on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you all for joining us this week, and we will see you all again next week. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon